0: What's going on, peeps? Now, this is kind of a little bit of a different episode, I guess, today. And uh, I've had a couple people asking me about the black American flag. So I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a history lesson on that and talk about why in the current state of the United States, why someone would choose to fly a black American flag. So let's talk about that a little bit first off, welcome to calling all crap beer slash history slash politics slash fuck what's going on in the world. <laughs> I know, uh, this is a beer podcast, man. And I probably made it a little less beer lately because I haven't been drinking beer. And I apologize to those of you that miss the beer aspect. And, uh, but I promise you I will be back soon. And, uh, I'm actually only about 13 days away from being able to finally have a beer, which will uh, still be sparing. I'll still be only having maybe a couple a week, but at least it'll give me a little bit more to talk about on the show from a beer perspective, and it'll allow me to get re-immersed back in the beer scene because I had kind of pulled myself out of it on purpose in an attempt to, you know, just stay safe and not allow myself to be tempted and you know things like that. So anyway. Long story short, black American flag. What is it? So in the Civil War, Civil War soldiers flew a black American flag under the terminology that no quarter would be given. Now, what does quarter mean? Well, quarter essentially means that if you are an enemy combatant, if you are a terrorist, that you will not be taken hostage, but you will be killed immediately. What does that mean in modern day terminology? Are we hanging black American flags so we're telling people if you don't agree with us, we're going to kill you? No, that is absolutely not the case. What is the case is this simply the simple understanding of no surrender. The black American flag is the opposite of the white American flag. You're the white flag. So the white flag stands for surrender, giving up. You know, throwing in the towel, essentially, whereas the black American flag is the exact opposite. And what it means is in this time of tyrannical government, in this time of tyranny, in this time where the world is just in the shitter, that we as patriots and those who stand tall with freedom and liberty and justice for all, we will not surrender. And that's ultimately what the revision of the black American flag stands for. And that's why people are flying it.
1: You know, you do have
0: some people who are probably a little bit more extreme that would say, no, 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 I'm flying it because I'm telling people, you know, if they don't, if they're enemy combatants, they're done. And then, and again, I mean, if somebody breaks into my home and proves themselves to be the enemy, then yes, you can, you can be rest assured that you will be leaving in a body bag. but That's a very different scenario than, um, you know, than than what I'm actually flying the flag for what I think a lot of us are flying the flag for. So it's important to have that conversation. It's important to talk about it a little bit because I think, you know, my wife saw it and she got a little scared. I was like, why are you singling out our home? Like, why are you, you know, putting us on a pedestal? And she got nervous and, you know, and didn't understand that, I would never put my family in harm's way. You know, this is not something that's meant to put a target on us or put a bullseye on our backs or anything like that. It is simply a statement that we will not give in to the tyranny that is being bestowed upon us from a lot of this crap that's going on right now, especially in the area where we live where we're in, you know, Brouwer County, Florida, and we have the tyrannical school board, you know, forcing the mass mandates on on everybody. You know, and I I can't help but laugh, you know, again, I think I've already mentioned this in a previous show, but having the, you know, the school board come forward and call Governor DeSantis a dictator because he's offering parents a choice. It's literally like they don't understand the dictionary definition of the word dictator, right? A dictator is someone who does not offer choices, but enforces rules on people whether you want them or not, such as mask mandates. When you force a mask mandate on an entire school, whether the school wants it or not, that's a dictatorship. When the governor of the the state offers parents a choice and says, look, you can send your kids to school with a mask, or you can fill out a form and opt your children out from having to wear a mask, the choice is yours. That is not a dictator. (laughs) That is someone who is offering choice. That is someone who cares about people being able to make appropriate decisions and being able to make the choices that they feel are right for their family. So it's absolutely ridiculous that he would even be considered a dictator. I mean, here you look at, there's so much stuff. I mean, we can get into Afghanistan, we can get into all kinds of stuff, and I'm not going to... I don't know enough about all that to really start laying things down. You know, Thomas and I recorded an episode last night about homebrewing, and it fucking was terrible. And, you know, no ill of Thomas's. I mean, I I have nothing against him at all. He did his job, but I listened to it back, and it was worthless, and I don't think I'm going to be putting it out there. So I wanted to go ahead and record something today to make sure that I had something to drop And we'll have to work on that again. I think next time I'll have to take better notes and actually break out my homebrew book and, you know, go over a real recipe and kind of explain to people the process and all that good stuff because, unfortunately, I was kind of winging it after a long-ass day, a long-ass weekend, and a lot of shit that's kind of gone down, and, you know, working with a new client that is fucking phenomenal. Like, I'm the happiest I've been in a long time, Um, but I'm busy you know, so I didn't prepare as much as I should have. And I'm not a expert home brewer, and I'm someone who follows a recipe every time to the T. I mean, I go from temperatures to um, exact measurements, you know, sparge times, like all kinds of stuff. I follow each recipe to the T and that's how I've always done it. And I just happen to have really good friends that have offered up some fantastic recipes And I've done my best to mimic them, you know, so I am by no means a master brewer or, you know, an expert home brewer, but I can follow some damn directions really, really well. And I know exactly, you know, what to do as long as it's laid out for me. And obviously, the more the thing with homebrewing is the more you do it, the more it becomes second nature. And there was a period of time when I was doing it quite often, but then I kind of fell off the bandwagon. And, uh, just, I had no more, I kind of like brewed a bunch of batches back to back and I had nowhere to put them. And we lived in a small apartment and I'm like, I have all these, fer- uh, bottles fermenting. And I'm like, damn, where am I going to put all these? And I actually ended up having a couple batches spoil because the kids would open the closet door and leave it open and the sun would shine on them. And, you know, they would end up getting, uh, bacteria and just, you know, sp- turning, so that pissed me off. So then I kind of took a break, and then I got back into it again for a little while. Again, I brewed a couple batches, and things were good. And then probably two years went by before I brewed. Two years went by, and I didn't brew a single thing. And then once we moved into the house and we had the garage, and we had the space. You know, I brewed a couple batches when we first moved in, and now that I haven't been drinking for you know sixty plus days, I haven't brewed any beer because there's no point. I'm not gonna brew beer just for you guys. As much as I love you, I want to be able to drink it too. God damn it! <laughs> so anyway, I think we can do a much better job at recording that episode. And as much as I hate wasting both myself and Thomas's time listening to the episode back, it just was not up to par and I'm not going to put it out there. So, but I did want to talk to you guys a little bit about the Black American flag because I got a lot of questions about it on social media and like, again, for my family and you know my wife and who was concerned about it as if she thought that it was, you know, something that basically meant, you know, we're just going to murder everybody and that's not the case in any way shape or form. So if you stand against the bullshit that's going on right now, I encourage you to speak up because at the end of the day, we the only way we're going to get through all this and the only way that we're going to make a difference is to do it step by step. And what I mean by that is step by step is by going to school board meetings, by going to city council meetings, by going, by standing up, you know, um, town by town, city by city county by county state by state this is not something that's going to get fixed on a federal level you know more than likely we're stuck with joe biden for you know at least another three years because you know or even worse kamala harris if they actually decide that they're gonna you know impeach this idiot and do i believe you know there's there's also a lot of people out there that i keep seeing posts saying court-martial joe biden court-martial joe biden listen guys Clearly, you do not understand the way the military works and the way that the office of the presidency is. The president is a civilian. He's given given the title of commander-in-chief, but he holds no rank in the military. The fact that he holds no rank in the military means that he cannot be court-martialed. Can he be impeached and then held held for treason by a military tribunal? Absolutely, as can any member of government. However, he cannot be court-martialed. If he can be court-martialed, God, it would make things so much easier at times. But in the same respect, you know, it is what it is. And I just encourage you guys, if you are as tired of this crap as I am, you need to stand up on the local level. You need to go to school board meetings. You need to go to city council meetings. You need to make it known as much as you possibly can in every facet that you're able to. Okay? Okay that you do not agree and that you stand against this and you need to get as many people with you as you can and you need to make as big of a boom as you possibly can in these situations to really make it work. So, appreciate you guys. This was probably the quickest rant slash you know, uh, calling all crap here quick minute or however I want to call these things that I've ever done but, I think I've said enough. Time for me to get the fuck out of here and go to the gym and hit some man titties. Later, guys.